coming up on Unsound Advice. A guy that we were both DMing, not going to say his name, who I believe treated you like shit, who also treated me like shit. I did send him my tits. He did not reply. He just asked open for me uh, on the road. He saw that I'm going to be in a city. You know who I'm talking about. He asked me for your number and I gave it to him and I thought it was because... He was at a place in his life where he was trying to right his wrongs. Absolutely not. I am a beside myself. Here's what, here's what I'm going to do. Twice in the last month, I had to come pick her up from a guy's house drunk at 4.30 in the morning. Do I just assume he's not interested anymore? So I'm in my second marriage. My first one ended because my wife cheated on me and my second wife is starting to act in a similar way. Hey, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hey there. Um, I know you're a 12-step program person, so I was just wondering, how do you break up with a hairstylist? A bunch of my coworkers are really bad at their jobs. And I wanted to try, you know, bringing her back into my life. I'm just wondering if you had any guidance for me. Give me a strategy here. Where do I start? How do I even begin? And how do I stop eating cookies? Because I love cookies so much. Thanks a lot, Laura. You're the best. All right. Welcome to Unsound Advice with Laura Bites. I'm Laura Bites. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest. She's a very talented comedian. She was picked by Bill Burr to appear on his Netflix special, Friends Who Kill. She has a very funny podcast, Steph Infection, which I've done. Uh, She's currently on her Filth Queen tour. We used to have a podcast together. Blobs, this is our first time podcasting together since then. Everybody, Steph Tolev. Hello, thank you. Thank you. And we're still friends. We should mention that it wasn't like a bad ending from Slobs. No, we just, we trickled out. We trickled out. You know what I mean? We trickled in, we trickled out. Simply of other stuff going on. That's it. That's That's just it. it. Yeah, that's it. I get more questions about that than anything else anyone's ever asked me about in my entire life. Really? Like, like, why did you leave slobs? And I'm like, why? Like, mind your business. Yeah, I don't know. Be, and like, we never said like, fuck Laura when you laugh. Like, it was like, right. that's it. Like, <laughs> there was no, it was just literally like, all right, that's it. Sometimes things fade away. Right, like, right. When we all had so much going on, it was just so hard to like coordinate our three it's schedules. Way it was too so hard. hard. And then to do like a bunch in one day is really hard. Yeah, we're doing back to back. Like this is easy because it's like you can invite somebody out also. We're yeah. in Studio City. It's a five minute drive. We yeah. love a short drive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We do love a 101 zip and zop. Absolutely. I forgot to tell you and I should mention it now in the podcast. It seems like the appropriate time. Um, a guy that we were both DMing, not going to say his name, who I believe treated you like shit, who also treated me like shit. I did send him my tits. He did not reply. He just asked open for me uh, on the road. He saw that I'm going to be in a city. You know who I'm talking about. He asked me for your number and oh. I gave it to him and I thought it was because he was at a place in his life where he was trying to right his wrongs. Absolutely not. From the past. And I almost asked, I almost was like, oh, are you on, are you at this point? But then I was like, it's absolutely none of my business. Uh So I didn't ask. I am a beside myself. I, that I, is I literally waited to say it on the air because I knew you were going to be like, like I'm talking, when you send somebody your tits and they don't reply after he'd been like, didn't you say he replied and then he was like, that was a bit much. Yeah. He was like, he, cause he, and also this is after him sending me a bunch of selfies and him of sending course. me like, it wasn't like I sent my tits for no fucking reason. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> like, Hey, what's up? Here are my cans. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not crazy. I sent them at a, at a respectful time. Yeah. And it was, they were hot tub tits. So it was a good tit. Yeah, it was yeah, a, a yeah. nice hot tub yeah, tit. Buoyant. Buoyant in the tub. Yeah. Nice. Come suds around it. Yeah. It was cute. It was Great. nice. Yeah. Tasteful. Tasteful. Tasteful tots. Yeah. That's what I like to send out. That's yeah. what I call them. Of my course. tasteful tots. Of course. Um, 
So I said, no tasteful tots. And then he's like a bit much. And then I got like super embarrassed. What the fuck does a bit much even mean? Does that mean the boobs are too big? Does that mean it means I, I guess didn't want that? I, I just didn't wanted want to that. be shooting out pictures of my dong without. He was, I don't think I got full dong from him. I think I got like in pants dong, but I was like, either way, it was very flirtatious. the idea. And it was, and then we had a chat about it and I was like, how dare him? But here's what I did. <clears throat> and I'm, here's what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm like, well, I have an opener, first of all. I go, I can probably, I go, I can probably throw you a guest spot. And guess what I'm going to do? Not? Oh no, I am. And then I'm going to go up after him. And I'm going to go. tell the story. I put him on the show. Because this motherfucker, <laughs> and I'm going to say the whole thing, and yeah. I don't give a shit. Asked to, asked to open for asked me. Asked to open for me after I sent him my jugs, and he said it was a bit too much. How dare he? After he sent me his dong. Uh, how dare he? How dare he? I, 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 I'm like, and I, I, I also told my opener about it, and he's pissed. So he wants to also say something, too. So it's going to be, you want to do my show? You're going to get, you're going to tell Oh, you'll do my show. Oh, you'll do my show. Please, please, please come to my show. I would love it if you did five to seven on my show. Because guess what? I'm going to talk about it. Unpaid in Eugene, Oregon. I might actually bring my tits for the whole show and be like, are these a bit much? I'll, I'll flash the audience and go, I'll take a poll. Is anyone, <laughs> can you imagine how insane would that be? I don't be? think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've taken my shirt off in front of audiences before. Have I you? hope to do it again. Full tits? Uh, no, not full. Oh. Uh, actually, no, not full tits. Okay. No. I was like, wow. I think I've like flashed my bra to indicate that I was wearing like an orthopedic bra with like a sweat stain, something. Orthopedic It was for the bra. laugh. Okay. What's an orthopedic bra? Just like a tan bra that's the equivalent of like those shoes that old people wear oh, but for yeah, your tits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have yeah, like, you, certain molds under your tits that's just certain orthopedics. Just not hot. Because yeah. your, your tits are hurting. Just not hot. Putting a lot yeah. of pressure on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're, they're walking too many miles. They need some rest. Well, I am fucking beside myself that it's that's crazy. what he asked me for your number hey, for. Hey, it's so-and-so. I wonder if I can open for you. I'm like, are you I also I also the wanted goal. to be like, I have it on good authority that you have her number. Oh, yeah, he definitely did. But I think he had deleted, or I had deleted the conversation. So it would just it just came up, and I didn't have the number programmed. If you fuck with me, I delete your number. I, I'm, I'm over it. Oh, I, I keep it saved in case you... Try to get in touch with me again. Oh, see, you're good. I get so pissed and I'm like, I can't. Out of sight, out of mind is my whole thing. I we mean, block. I'll, I'll block you if the situation oh, we calls blocked. for it. We yeah. blocked. Yeah, we, we love a block. I blocked five guys today on Facebook. Yeah, that's funny. Well, okay, here, you want to see this? So this is this is insane. On so, Facebook? No, this is crazy. So I have this stupid character named Marcy. It literally is me playing a butcher woman. You've seen Marcy. So I put funny. sunglasses on my head. That's literally so all So funny. So one video on my Facebook fan page is going crazy. Uh-huh. I didn't realize I was an Academy Award nominated actress. I had no idea I was just good at acting. I'm getting, I'm getting messages from men. I, I, I need to read this, an email. I got an email from this one man. I have to read this. Saw your post looking for a man. I'm laughing at your comedy and skits. Thank you so much. Laughter is a great thing. I saw that you're looking for a man. I'm sure you have no problem finding one, but if the pool dries up and you want to make friends with an older man in his early 50s, please feel free to send him a close-up pic of your four-wheeler, snowmobile, and lawnmower. Be sure to include engine sizes and modifications you might have. I grew up in Canada. Blah, blah, long story short, sends a photo of himself. This is the kind of guy I'm getting hitting on me in my inbox right now. 50 to 70-year-old men who are most certainly living in the woods alone. Who will skin me alive and wear my skin to bed? I don't know. What's the, it, I, it's all these men and every single one of them. It's all. It's literally all like I, my whole inbox right now is elderly men. 
elderly men, widowed for sure, six or seven times, just being like, saw your skit, I'm your man. Uh, it's, a, it's a joke. At what point am I making this seem like it's real? That's so funny that Marcy's getting hit on. Marcy's getting hit on more than <laughs> I've ever been hit on my entire life. But it's such a niche, man. It is such a, it's a goatee, pretty, pretty buoyant looking kind of guy. Yeah. Bigger guy. Yeah. Dirty, filthy, stinky man. 100% living on a farm. That's it. This is it. And they're throwing themselves at me. They are. They're offering. One guy said he's. Oh no no no. Oh no no no. I have to read this one. This one's. This one's. This one's crazy. No, this one's nuts. This one made me laugh really fucking hard. I'm 37, 6'6", 290 pounds. I blacksmith and woodwork. I'm a commercial fisherman in Alaska, and I live in San Diego. I can fight. I can love, and I can make your legs shake like a baby. Ew. No STDs, no warrants, and no record. I am strong. Really strong. Wait, here's the best part. No kids and not married. Good breeding stock. <laughs> That's how he ended it. Good bre- And I have like an Man, automa- he's automatic He's getting thing. me and then he's losing me. Uh, it's you crazy. Know what I mean? Good breeding stock. What is it? It's terrifying. We're not cows. I. This guy thinks I am. I'm cattle. He's going to cattle me and he's going to milk me and then you're never going to see me again. Uh, and he's going to put me on the grill. I'm terrified. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. Luckily, these people don't realize I'm a comedian. They think that's just me. So that's it. That's so funny. It's so crazy. It's so Steph, funny. do you share your location with anyone in your life? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, I have. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. My phone location is shared heavily with my close friends and my family because yeah. I put myself in situations. I like to. I like to have fun. Hey, you know I like to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear about it sometimes and you're like, Stephanie, come on. I'm surprised you've never had a laptop stolen, to be I honest. I can't believe I haven't had a lot of things stolen. That's that's my code. Because <laughs> 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 when I say when I say, well, I'll just say this. I'm surprised she's never had a laptop stolen. You, you know, know what you're right. I've never had anything stolen. That's great. I know, and the amount of men I'm letting in my home. Yeah. Or I'm in their home. Yeah. I should start stealing their stuff. It, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from there. I, I don't know. Are we still talking to that pilot when he comes through town? Oh, yeah. He's zipping in and out. Not as much. Yeah. Not as much. Yeah. Um, that sounded like that was fun. It was fun. I, I met a man in Florida, actually, on the weekend. Okay. That was nice. Okay. But, um, again, we're not doing long distance. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. We got to yeah. stop with that. What are you doing? Are you are you talking? You're talking. Ooh, I'm still You're doing still the thing that I was okay. doing last okay. time. Okay. We were talking about it. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Today... It's been four months since the first date. Four months. Can you even believe that? Uh, When is the reveal? Do we get a reveal? You know, he's where what he's told me is it's not a secret, but he's not broadcasting it because he just doesn't do that with his personal business. Okay. So do we got pictures on his gram? Is he putting you on the grid? No, we haven't haven't shared anything like that. Okay. Taking it slow. I don't think I'll ever be on the grid. Because we just share reels, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe in the story. Uh, yeah, story. I don't think I'll ever put a man on my grid again. Right. Ever. Right. After the last disgusting blob. I'll never put anybody <laughs> on my fucking... That's what I refer to my ex now. It's yeah. a fucking disgusting blob. Um, Yeah, no. We'll never put anybody on the grid again. I think it's funny because I think that, like, on Facebook, the thing used to be to, like, declare your relationship official. And now people don't do that anymore. And then it was to, like, put them on the grid and Instagram. And now people really don't do that anymore. No. Unless you're, like, 
engaged. Engaged. Engaged seems you know like that's I mean? when to bring it out. Maybe a holiday slider. I'll give you a holiday mm-hmm. slider. Okay. Maybe a birthday post. I don't know, a Valentine's Day post, but I don't think that's good for your for your numbers. No, 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 no. You, you got to keep, I think you single women cool. do better on yeah. <laughs> online. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be cool. Not me personally, but I think other people might, might do better. Yeah. They oh, see absolutely. them. Yeah. Absolutely. It turns yeah. out men don't like when you post um, you in a bald cap and a mustache all the time. I don't know why. That's I what thought, I've heard. I don't know. I thought it was funny, but no, no, no. Benny Barnlips, turns out, ain't bringing in the men. The the right <laughs> man will be attracted to you bald with a mustache on. I don't know if I want them to, to be honest. Yeah. Like that, that worries me. Yeah. That that's what'll get them. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm seeing a lot of weird stuff on Instagram where it's like, and and I stopped I stopped looking at my explore page now. I was like, I'm gonna stop looking at it for 24 hours because it's giving me anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then after I did that, I was like, oh, I'm never looking at it again. Like it reduced my anxiety so much to stop seeing this like cut and dry black and white, super cutthroat relationship advice that's just like if he isn't like blah, blah, blah. It's just basically like if the person isn't perfect, cut them out of your life. Cut them right now. Cut them at the first sign of trouble. Like the right person will like text you back fast and like this, that, and the other. And I just was like, this is stressing me out. Yeah, you can't be reading that every day. Right. Our Explore pages are crazy different. What's yours? This is going to sound offensive. I'm scared. (laughs) You're so scared. Right now... It's it's simply golden retrievers, and I watched this one video of these Down syndrome guys making food, and now that's all that comes. It's it's a great channel, and I'm not ju- I'm not making fun of them. I'm just it's it brings me joy. It's they're funny and they're they're cooking. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen these videos? Can I fucking tell you right now that you know the movie Peanut Butter Falcon? No. It's with Shia LaBeouf and a guy with Down syndrome, and it's a hot guy and a guy with Down syndrome floating down a river. It has been on in my house just on repeat. I'm like, there's just nothing wrong with this. And this is just (laughs) what I just need in the background of my life. It makes me happy. Yeah. They're so happy. And they're like, and they love, and they're like making each other laugh and they're, they're, they're cooking stuff up. Yeah. (laughs) They're cooking stuff up and they're loving what they're cooking and it's fun and it's nice. And then... Yeah, and then I'll get like a lot of weird tattoos or body things because people send me like body shit. Oh, okay. But, I was thinking you'll get tattoos, and but I thought you were going to say you were going to get tattoos of people with Down syndrome. Oh, that's pushing on it, I your think. body. No, no, I and think. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> run it by someone yeah, maybe? What, what would you say if I honestly said that by- right now? What would your unsound advice be? I think you'd be like, You know, I, I hate to say it, but I would encourage you. You'd to encourage me. Yeah. Look, I don't need any more tattoos. I'm, I'm currently getting one covered up, and it's a nightmare. What one are you getting covered the up? The one with a blob. I got a matching tattoo with a blob. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, I'm covering it. You can't see it now. We, we cover it up. How we cover it up in the day. I don't know. You guys got matching tattoos. Because I'm, I'm, I needed uh, some unsound advice then. I'll How tell you that. long had you been together at that point? I don't know. Five months, four months. Who cares? Do you count from the first date, or do you count from the time that you decide to be exclusive? I think the first date. Yeah, I do too. I don't know. I feel like that's the first time, especially like, if if it's such a good connection and you're like, oh, this is something. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I do too. Do people not do that? I guess, I mean, like, how, also dating now is so different and weird. The person I'm with now is just like, he's like, but that was the first date. I think he counts from when we were exclusive. But for me, I'm like, well, we literally started dating when we went on a date. Yeah. Like, that's what dating is. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like, whatever. It's like, whatever. I'm, are you happy, though? 
Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you're happy. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I always have anxiety. I've had anxiety in every like relationship I've ever been in in my life, mm. except when I have not liked the person, you know? Yeah. So they're definitely relationships are just fucking triggering. It's like where all the old shit comes up. Mm -hmm. It's where like the abandonment fears come up, the rejection fears come up. Mm -hmm. And then you're dealing with a person who also has their stuff too. And so all of their stuff is coming up too. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I don't know. It's a lot. I think we spent the first whole part of it trying to outcool each other. You know what I mean? And so, And it just was, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's really fun, and I really like it. Well, I'm glad you're happy. Yeah, thank you. I'm just going to keep fucking my way across USA. <laughs> <laughs> just get a different dude in every state. I'm, you know what? I'm getting kind of close. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying that many, but I'm not going to lie to you right now. We got, we got some we got some hoes in different area codes. I, I, mean, hate, to, I hate to break not? it to you. We do. Like, you're touring. I'm touring. I'm never here. You're I, never here. What am I? What so am I, why get a guy in LA that you're... Like beholden to. What am I? I mean, it's. Yeah. I literally I have three days here and then I'm gone again. So it's like, right. what am I? What am I? I have a date. What? When I'm spooning my dog. I'd rather see my dog than I would see a man in Los Angeles. It's a good point. Well, we would be remiss if we didn't take a call. We should take I a mean, call. Let's take a call. Yeah. Be odd not to. Hi, Laura. I have an awkward situation. I need help navigating. Uh, a good friend of mine and his girlfriend just recently moved to town and she's been wanting to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time together, um, which isn't the problem. She's super fun and great. The problem is whenever we hang out, she gets white girl wasted and just unloads about her relationship issues that she's having with my really good friend who's like my brother. Um, puts me in the middle, super awkward. She is regretful and apologetic the next day. And we've kind of talked about boundaries of not putting me in the middle. But whenever she gets even the slightest bit tipsy, it just inevitably happens. Um, so, yeah. Please, any advice would be great. Thank you. Hmm. So I, I think I tend on the end of the spectrum t more towards just cutting people out. Um, but I think that the piece of like truth and the thing that I'm doing right in that is that I accept people for who they are. Like I, it sounds to me like this is what this person has to offer is getting drunk and unloading relationship shit, especially if you've talked about boundaries already and those are continually being crossed. I, it just doesn't sound like a fun hang to me unless you want to be around someone who's drunk and talking about your friend in a way that makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It sounds like that's what this person has for you. Yes. Uh, I would say since this person is your best friend and they might be dating for a long time, you have to be very blunt and be like, if you've tiptoed around the boundary things, you have to bluntly be like, if you continue to do this when we hang out, I will no longer be hanging out with you. I respect my the guy too much and this is I think we're at a point now where they sound she sounds like she's what our age maybe a little younger uh, we, we we have to bluntly be telling people they're acting like a fool totally I, I'm, I'm past this my sister has a friend who's doing this and like her my sister's husband bluntly was like if you come near me when you're this drunk I'm gonna fucking snap and she got super upset and cried and it made it super awkward for a long time but he's like someone had to fucking tell her someone had to be like and she was better they hung out at a wedding and she was apparently good and I was like, okay, we need to bluntly be telling people. It's crazy. We can't be allowing this behavior anymore. It's insane. Yeah, also, how do you not know that you're not knowing when you're drunk? How do you not know? 
How do you not know when you're drunk? When you're that annoying when you're drunk. Oh, my God. How do you know? Don't you? I, I feel like if I'm ever annoying, the next morning I wake up, I'm like, oh, I was a bit much last night. And I'll have two friends go, yeah, Tolev, you were a little, you were a little heightened last night. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I was too much. Yeah, yeah. At the time, though. At the time, no. At the time, no. No, at the time, know. I'm having a fucking blast. But yeah. The next day, I'm like, I know something's up. And I'm like, you can see people around you looking at you. Maybe, I don't know, if you can get that drunk and not notice your surroundings, lucky you. I just feel like I would, I would know. I think you just have to be very blunt. I've gotten drunk and I've noticed, and that's when I've been like, oh, I am insanely annoying right now because I can tell. It's like if you can tell your own speech is slurred, you're like, oh, I'm beyond hammered yeah, yeah, because yeah. I can see it too. Yeah. Um, yeah, this sounds fucking annoying. I think you're absolutely right. I think that that's outstanding advice mm. is to just be like, hey, bitch, this is where the line is. Yeah. This is it. Stop. And, and I want to be your friend, but I can't do I can't do this. Right. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. That's so wild. I think that people do that because like she knows that you're close. She knows that you're close, so she thinks that you're a good source of information. But what she's overlooking is that it's incredibly inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. My mom does that with my dad, and it's so fucking annoying. The second she's like, You're fine. I'm like, I don't care. Tell it to his fucking face. Then. And she tells all her friends like so rudely. I'm like, and then it goes back and I think nothing happened. I'm like, if you're so annoyed with him, fucking say to his face. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear anymore. I'm over it. It's, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. It's like a childish, it's like, it's just like, I don't know. I, I hate it. And it's, say it to their fucking face. If you're that mad at him, say it to him. Yeah. Yeah, that's really inappropriate too. It's so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. Your mom's kind of a handful, hey? She's so kind of. Oh my God. <laughs> what Thank was that God that happened to your podcast. sister's wedding? I forgot. Oh, my mom um, took the mic uh, <laughs> and did an unplanned speech. She thought she was good at improv and I told her five times she can't improvise. <laughs> uh, and did most certainly tell everybody at the wedding, in the whole wedding, she's like, oh my God, Jess, so many men. I remember this one time she was in the back of a car and I was like, who's in there? And it was her and some guy. And I had to like take the mic out of my, I had to peel it out of my mother's hands and be like, that's enough, Joy. I think we've heard enough. It was crazy. And then I had to like tell everybody, I'm like, I, if anyone's fucking men, it's me. And they were like, we believe you. Like, it was crazy. It was insane. We tried to find the clip because I like, I really want it because like, it's taped somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'd go viral. I think so too. It's so insane. Yeah. And she just thought she was, and then she sat down smug like she just killed. I'm like, you just bombed. You just bombed the fucking wedding. Like, even her best friend was like, Joy, that was horrendous. Like, that was so bad. It's crazy. It's fucking, uh, parents thinking they can improvise. Also, speaking of improv, oh, I saw a show the other day. An improv show? Oh, yeah. I went to see a friend of ours. Oh, my God, who? I want to know so no, bad. our friend was great. Okay. But I'll never see another improv show again. That is what I have said after every single improv show I've ever been to. It it was, I was second row because I got in too late. At, at the very edge, I had to sit beside the whole cast. It's a Groundlings. Groundlings school. This is like level three or four. Oh my God, I totally know who this was. Why can't I think of the person I saw? It was? Yes. Okay. But she was great. Yeah. And, and, and I told her, after, I was like, you, she, and nothing, it was not her. Yeah. It, it was the, I'm like, all of these other people, because I know a lot of comedians that like didn't make it past the first round. Baldinger was there. Uh, Audrey Stewart was like, we couldn't make it past the first round. I'm like, you two comedians who are actually funny couldn't make it. And they're letting these slugs through. Like, it was painful. They probably paid for more classes. Oh, they paid for more classes. And they just, obviously, it's so obvious they bring their friends because their one friend is laughing at everybody. And I was like, and the, uh, the guy kept being like, anybody have some suggestions? He looks at me. I'm like, I'm not opening my lips the entire time. I was mortified. I just had my head in my hands. It was <laughs> I... so bad. 
I don't know which is worse about improv shows. The improv or, and I'm going to get pushback on this. I do every time. Or the supportive laughter from the audience. The, the supportive laugh from the audience. <laughs> it's way worse. I used to do, I started an improv. I know this. Yeah. I thought I was funny. I was dog shit. You, you, you guys <laughs> fucked with me. I thought I was funny for three years. I was so bad. The only place I get off, my sister would be like, that was bad. And I'm like, what? Everybody else laughed. She goes, yeah, they're fucking forcing it. You were shit. And I was like, oh, fiddly dee. Like, it was bad. It was insane. People just laugh for no reason. It's, it's too supportive. How about those improvised, those crowds? Go to stand-up clubs then. Make us feel good about ourselves. I know. I what know. What the hell are they doing? I know. It's so, the laughter is so forced. It's so, so forced. It's loud. So it's so bad. fake. I also think it's a lot of like other theater kids in the audience yeah. who want the attention to be on them. So they try to have the loudest laugh or the cutest oh, yeah. laugh or uh -huh. clap the most or clap the latest. I clap so much my hands hurt after. I'm like, I'm never clapping again. I still remember a girl in Chicago who I remember the way that she laughed and clapped at comedy shows and it drove me nuts oh, because God. I'm like, you just want people to be looking mm -hmm. at you at all times. Mm -hmm. That's all this is. That's all this is. It's so forced. It's, it's so forced. Put on. It's it so drives me nuts. It was yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah. It was and then apparently one of the girls was standing beside Jess. She's like, Oh my God, is that is that Steph Tolev? And she's like, Don't watch her. She's not gonna laugh at anything. And I, I didn't. I'm sure she I watched was, you the whole time. Oh, and I literally I'm, I think I was frowning. I don't even know how to frown. The whole time I was frowning. I was so mad. Did our, fr did our friend uh, look at you? Oh, yeah. And, and it's so funny that she knew beforehand that oh, you weren't going to And laugh. I told her, I'm like, I shouldn't sit in the front. And I was like, it was bad. It was a bad spot for me. And there's another stand-up in the front row. We both were, like, pissed. Who, who, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I would have... I would have had such a hard time not cracking up if I was doing improv in front of you and you were not laughing. Like, so I don't mad. know how the fuck she kept it together. There was no jokes. Dying. I thought improv was jokes. <laughs> no, it's it was not. all like character based. Everyone came over with a wacky accent, like, hello, Gavna. And everybody opened with, like, I'm Kyle. And I'm like, why? <laughs> how about you say a funny line instead of a name? It was killing me. It was like, really, I was yeah. so mad. I was pissed the whole time. I'm like, you guys paid for this? I know. Hundreds of dollars. Groundlings, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe get some jokes in there. Get, maybe get a, get, get a stand-up writer in there. Hey, do you hear about uh, Drew Barrymore bringing uh, her show back? She's getting a lot of backlash on TV right now. No. Yeah, she's she's going against the whole strike thing and saying that her talk show is necessary for uh, people this t during this time. Uh, Shut up. Oh, uh, yeah. She's fucking herself bad. Oh, yeah. Big time. Do you guys Ugh. hear about this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's she's not doing good online. People it, are very pissed off. It was a tough, tough day yesterday for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was stupid. Why would she do that? Uh, I mean, it's I, I, I don't think she talked to enough people. But yeah, you know, okay, I, I okay. think kind of maybe talked to the wrong people. Okay, and they said, "Go ahead and do this." So sure, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're all struggling here. I mean, I'm not really. One of my actor friends was like, "Is this must be really hard for you?" I'm like. Nah, I've never been in a writer's room. I'm actually, I'm actually doing the same stuff that I always do. Yeah. Would love to be in a writer's room. Yeah, I don't feel like it's necessarily affected me either. Because we, we just do stand-up. Yeah. I mean, I've done a couple acting gigs here and there. I'm fiddling around. I've never been like fully on, like on a full cast. Yeah, well, and I think that the way that we expected it to affect us... Ooh. Sorry, um, I just, just got to peek at one of the next questions. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> we might have to do that in just a minute here. Uh, I have no idea what I was even going to say. Fuck, what was I saying? You're saying about the, the strike affecting us. Oh, right. Yeah, I thought that like people who were 
actors and writers were then going to transition into like, oh, well, I'm going to go back to stand up and tour and they'd have names. And so they would take club spots, but I'm not really touring that much. I've been staying in town a lot doing store spots, doing spots at the clubs here. Mm. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, some are, though. There are some. I hope no one gets... I mean, it, it sucks. Oh, it sucks bad. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I, saying look, it I'm doesn't suck because I'm not no. fucked right now. You know what I mean? But I appear not to be fucked at the moment. Well, yeah, because we. I mean, I would have loved to have been on on a TV show. Also, I got it's hilarious. I got a check today from a residual for something. It was like eight dollars, and I was like that. I'm like, yeah, we gotta we gotta up the money here. This is cr- eight bucks. I've gotten residual checks for like uh, seventy nine cents. Like, what is that? Where I'm like, I think that my time depositing the check is worth more than 79 yes. cents. And I couldn't even, I tried doing a mobile deposit would let me. I'm like, I'm not going to the bank for eight bucks. It's absurd. No, no. Stupid. <laughs> no. What the hell? <laughs> Hello, can I cash my $8? No, it's going to sit there now. It's <laughs> so funny. Um, dude, let's do this next call. All right. Well, this is actually an email. Um, and so it says, Hello. I recently lost a friend because someone made up a lie claiming that I said he was a racist behind his back. I did no such thing, and I can't recall saying anything even remotely close to this, which would result in someone misconstruing something that I said. For the life of me, I can't imagine what type of evil person would come up with a lie. According to him, other than people telling me about this, he will no longer talk to me, I told people at my former place of work that he is a racist. His wife is the HR manager there, and it got back to her and him, of course. We both have histories at this former company, though neither of us currently work there. I pissed off some people there. I'm not a perfect person, but I never did anything hurtful or malicious. That's the part that we need more information about. Mm-hmm. I believe this is their attempt to somehow slander the both of us at the same time. Question mark. Um, I would put a period there, but okay. <laughs> Honestly, this is some crazy conspiratorial shit that boggles my mind. I called the owner of the company and told her just so she knows that I said no such thing and also to kind of clear his name as well. How can I convince him to still be my friend? Should I even try? Thanks. We got ourselves a a victim here. Uh-huh. We got ourselves uh-huh. a victim of stuff. I I would love to hear more about your behavior that pissed people off. Yeah, what were you doing? That's just the yelling the N word around the part. office. Like, whoa, I'm not a racist. I'm, I'm not, not a racist. racist. Just I'm just quoting a rap song. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I think. It, I mean, if you, she's already, this person's already tried to contact this person. They have nothing to do with it. Maybe you gotta l- let, let it, go. it go. I don't know. Yeah. Like you deep down know you didn't say this. You've cleared it up with the management. But you, if this person already thinks that and they're, they're not talking to you at all, it's going to be insane if you keep harassing them about it. Yeah. Yeah. I also, my experience with pissing people off at work is I have, and this is like last time I worked in an office or whatever, but like. I've looked at my part, I've taken my inventory, and I've cleaned up my side of the street. So I really don't think that we should be glossing over the, I pissed off some people there. I am not a perfect person. Because I hear you saying that you know that you fucked up. Did you clean it up? Did you go to those people and say, hey, I was wrong, I shouldn't have done that? Because even if it has nothing to do with this other thing, which I think it does have something to do with this other thing, or you wouldn't have put it in the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean your shit up. You'll feel better. You'll feel more confident. You're probably feeling a lot of shame right now. Um, And also, if it is something that someone made up, maybe they'll say they made it up. Maybe they'll say they misunderstood. You know what I mean? That like that's the thing that jumped out at me that I would start with is like, 
what did you do? Mm -hmm. Have you cleaned it up? It doesn't sound like you have. But also, you don't work there. So, uh, ta-ta, au revoir. Let's move on Wait, here. they don't work? Oh, no, they place no longer work, work there anymore. They both left, yeah. They both left. So, it's like, what, oh, what the fuck let do it you go, care? dude. It's over. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, over. I, would, I would still reach out and try to clean stuff up if you can. But, like... If you yeah. said your piece and you said you didn't do this and you and like that's the issue too. You know you didn't do this, so it's like you don't have to convince the people. Uh, it's insane whoever made that up. Totally, and that's how like in the amends making process, like you reach out to the person and you and I realize that that's not what's happening here, but that's just the experience that I have that I'm relating this to. Mm -hmm. You reach out to the person, you ask if you can like clear the air. If they don't get back to you or they say no, you cross them off the list. Yeah, that's it. And you make living amends by, like, not being racist. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, I mean, that's that's been my experience. I had an experience recently with someone where we were talking on the phone super regularly, and she stopped taking my calls, stopped answering my texts. I truly have no idea what I possibly could have said or done. And I reached out and was like, hey, like, have I, have I done something? Is there something I need to mm -hmm. clean up? No response. So that's over. And I oh, have to yeah, just accept that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, I'm like, I have no idea what I could have said or done. But, but you tried and now you're going to force it. Yeah. Can I ask something about the amending, the crossing the name off yeah. list? So there's somebody, I was mentioning before I did the speech at uh, Just for Laughs this year, and there's one person that I mentioned, they were in the room and they were a comedian who was so horrific to me and a lot of other female comedians. It was a man, of course. Um, <laughs> and I heard that they're sober now. And they were going around uh, doing their, what's part of, what's part of the, whatever. Amends, yeah. Amends, yes. Uh, and apologized. A bunch of people did not apologize to me. Actually kind of thought I was going to get one. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. I really thought I was going to get one. Uh, and I was not going to accept it. So what happened? I know that sounds crazy, but I'm like, just because, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was so, it was so horrific what they did to me that it's like, I don't, I, I would need time to even, yeah. even though, again, there was no apology, but right. in my head, I was like, gonna not accept it. Yeah. Well, so that, when that happens, you just cross it off. You tried. That's it. When that happens, you actually have to drink again. It's <laughs> fucked up. So. Three shots right away. <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah. ease back into it. Yeah. Um, like, what yeah. do they say when that happens? Yeah, They're you just cross like, it off. that's it. Okay. Like yeah. you tried, yep. you put it out there. Okay. Yeah. And curious. you wouldn't so even like, have to stuck like, on it or something. You're what's like, that? I was like, they're not stuck on it. They're no. Like, okay. No, you cross it off and you move on. Huh. I mean, it's probably not the best feeling in the world. I've honestly never had anyone do that. The only things that I've had people do are not respond to my requests to make amends. Okay. And then I've had other people be, I've had a, the most common response, I would say, is people being like, I don't think you did anything wrong. I don't really, like, I don't feel any type of way. Yeah, I don't yeah, feel yeah. like you need to do that. But if you need to do it for you... Yeah, I'll meet up. Yeah. Or like, yeah, you can do that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's fine. Okay. Just I curious. think it's really funny yeah. that you're prepared to just I'm not prepared. accept someone's oh, I'm amends. I'm so ready. I also have had the experience a number of times where I'm like, this person's getting close to that step. Looking forward to getting that call. And then you don't get it? It has never come. It has never come when I've been waiting for it. Huh. It's never come when I've been waiting for it. Yeah. Huh. So I just stopped waiting. I really thought it was going to happen. No. Damn it. I want. I wanted it so bad. just don't fucking know. Well, for what it's worth, a lot of people get their list of names of people they make amends to from the fourth step, which is where you list your resentments to people. And the people you resent, then you look at the fourth column of that, of your resentment inventory, 
and you look at your part, and that's where you often see where you caused that person harm. Okay. So it might just be that this person didn't resent you, so you didn't come up. Huh. And so he didn't think of you. Really thought when I bluntly told the story in front of hundreds of people and everyone knew who I was talking about because Robbie Hoffman went, he's sitting over there, like so fucking loudly. So funny. <laughs> so insane. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I was like, after this, he'll say something. Absolutely not. You. That, you know, everyone has their own journey and like it sucks for him more than it sucks yeah. for you yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. not cleaning that shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because anything that you don't clean up stays stuck and it's dangerous and like, not to be dramatic, but like people do die over that stuff. Like people do relapse because they don't want to finish their ninth step. They don't want to come forward. And it's just like, you know, how how free do you want to be? Like, mm -hmm. I want to clean up all my shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that I can look the world in the eye and I don't have to hold on to anything because mm. it feels so good. Like once you get started going to people and cleaning stuff up, it feels so good. And like, I'm sorry to say it, but like you don't give a shit about the people who don't want to hear it yeah. because you tried. You know what I mean? I mean, it's easier to cross someone off the list who doesn't talk to you than to yeah, go yeah, out for coffee with someone. It's yeah. less effort. Um, But yeah. I mean, good luck to him. No, okay, good. That's it. Yeah. That was my big question. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we do another call? Sure. Well, we've got another email here. Laura, do you want to tell people to call in? Yeah, call in. Yeah. <laughs> like, send in a voice memo to the fucking thing. It takes the same amount of time, maybe even less time. Go into your voice memos app, send a voice memo Simple to stuff. Lara at unsoundadvicepod.com. And uh, don't stop emailing us. But it, it was send us voice shit. It's Come more on. fun. We like to hear it as a guest, too. Yeah. We want to hear Don't it. Don't hear me talking. Uh, hi, Laura. I know you travel a lot, so I thought you might have some unsound advice for me. I'm a bit of a germaphobe. I've not been diagnosed with any condition. I just have a weakened immune system and tend to get sick easily. Do you have any helpful tips for traveling on planes and staying healthy? Thanks. First of all, I think that you made up that you have a weakened immune system. If you, I think that what you meant to say is just, I tend to get sick easily. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Wear a mask if you want to. Like, wash your hands. No, I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't know. What do you think? I hate to break it to you. Planes are fucking disgusting. There's no way around them. Everyone stinks. Everyone's farting. You hear about the guy who had diarrhea all over the place? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. Like, they what are we? They yeah. turned the, turn the plane around. How did he have it all over the place? That's where he lost me. I don't know how the guy couldn't hold his ass. Like, I, what I was thinking is maybe, you know, when you, you're taking off and then they don't put the seatbelt thing and you're like, I'm dying. I have to go now. You know what, though? I've just gotten up and gone. Oh, you most certainly get up and I'll, go. I'll tell you what. I would certainly get up and go before I would fucking yeah. shit rivers in the aisle. Like, what was the guy wearing? <laughs> Loose cargo shorts? What's this guy wearing on the plane? Probably flip-flops, just stepping in his own shit. And boxers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, to be on a plane. Yeah. Put some put some briefs on. Yeah, at least dude. if you have fucking IBS. Yeah, this and guy's you tend toward this. I mean, yeah. I doubt he's a first timer. No, you're not. That's not the first time publicly on a plane. I saw I saw a video. I don't know if it was real, but it was his wife being like, "It was my husband. He was trying to get there. It wasn't everywhere." And I was like, "This has to be a joke. <laughs> this must be a joke. There's no way this woman's real right now." Oh my god! It just seems like also the embarrassment. Everyone knowing it's you and you just sitting on the plane after like, 
Oh my God, that's right. You have to give, just fly still. I didn't even think about there, like, there's so much time. I didn't even think about that. Turning around. Also, did they, they did the pilot announce due to diarrhea in the aisles, we will most certainly be going back to JFK? Like, I don't know. The whole thing is oh wild. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Planes are gross. Everyone's always having to freak out on them now. It's disgusting. They stink. They're not, I don't know if they're fully cleaned. That antimicrobial, whatever the fuck it's called, stuff. It's disgusting. They're absolutely not. Bring a lot of sanitizer. Don't eat with your fingers. I don't know what to tell you. Mask, even, no mask. There's still you're still gonna be smelling farts. So it's it's a disgusting place. Even like during COVID or the immediate post lockdown time. You know, once I started tra- traveling again at, after COVID. I mean, but I know that we're not. But whatever. Um, that <laughs> they would have those things where it's like. You you're looking at a thing in the bathroom that's like this aircraft has been sanitized, like we're sanitizing mm-hmm. the aircraft. And I'm like, oh, it's crazy that like you sanitize. Like, did you not spray before? Lysol all over the toilet paper that's in the sink right now? Like it's yeah. everywhere. There's toilet paper and sh- fucking shit everywhere. It's disgusting. You didn't touch this bathroom. No. What are you talking about? Or when the plane lands and everyone gets off, like, all right, they're cleaning it and they clean it in three seconds. And I'm like. There was one person on there. How do they clean in one way? Why is there they always clean? a napkin in the seat back pocket always. before cleaning this <laughs> I always thing. have something stuck to my my little tray. I mean, I do. I think this is obvious. And I honestly don't do it anytime. But I sanitize yeah. my hands before I eat on a plane. Yeah, um, you but I was doing, doing like the wipe yeah. where I would like wipe down my area. If they hand me a wipe, I do that, you know. Mm-hmm. I stopped. That but I think most shit. of that stuff is just like airborne and you're breathing the yeah, air in a tube yeah, with a yeah, bunch of yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard keeping your vents on helps because then it goes through the air filter. But okay. I mean, you're breathing in the same air. As, We're all breathing in filth. We're all breathing in filth. It's just a gross thing. Is that the diarrhea? That's the diarrhea plane and they were flying to Spain. And they, um, you know, should flying. I be looking for diarrhea or, oh my God, wait, is that it? Down the, the aisle? Down the center of the aisle? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I thought I saw a brown st- oh, oh my God. There's no way. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that's at least 10 rows, it looks like. Oh, my God. That looks like fucking chunky soup. That is so bad. It does. It looks like a can of chili. That's oh so bad. God. That's not diarrhea. That's a full shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought it was a couple wet drips. That's literally a full ass shit. Ugh. My dog doesn't even shit on the plane. No. My dog doesn't fucking move. She just lies at my feet, and you're fucking a human shitting? How dare you? People are getting in trouble for emotion support animals and you're shitting on the plane. Oh, my it's God. Absurd. Oh, my God. It's crazy. And I can't shit on planes. It makes me sick fly. being on there. Is it bad that I feel worse for the guy who shitted than anybody else on the plane? No. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's embarrassing for okay, him. Okay, so... No, yeah, you're right. Imagine <laughs> sitting next to it. Imagine sitting in that aisle seat next to what we just saw. Okay. Bad situation. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Don't love it. Picture the now imagine shitting that into the fucking aisle and then having to do a six-hour flight JFK to wherever, oh, having to turn God. around and then having to do that again, having to re- imagine the looks. Oh, the looks. The whole staff, everybody, just everyone being pissed. Also, you've ruined everyone's trip. I mentioned this before, but I, I fainted on a flight recently and I was mortified and I didn't shit or piss anywhere. On the seat or on the on the ground? Uh, uh, on the seat, onto the woman next to me. Oh. I told her I was going to die and then I fainted onto her. Uh, wait, were you in the air? Or was it before <laughs> yeah, off? we were in the air. Yeah. Oh my God, what did she do? I, she pushed the call button, you know? 
What are you going to do? Your they own? gave oh me some God. cranberry juice. I got my own row. They gave me oxygen. It was a pretty sick but hookup. To oxygen, too. It was too. nice. The oxygen helped. The oxygen was the best. I want to just get to do oh, that normally. faint all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I, I, yeah, I wonder, like, are you allowed? No, because I don't think they send the oxygen through the masks when you take it down. Do they? Or I, I don't, I've never had the mask. I don't know. I think it happens automatically, and then they start sending it through the thing. I what I'm supposed, saying you're supposed is, to pull it down, right? What I'm saying is, I would love to just pull mine down. Yeah. Okay. And use the uh, although they gave me a tank, which leads me to believe if they could have just like pulled it down. I think um, they would have. I'm it. assuming there's one button to release all of the oxygen masks for the entire flight, yeah, yeah, so that yeah, would yeah, probably yeah. be a little chaotic. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, they had a tank, huh? That's good to know. There's a tank on there. Yeah, they gave me a tank. We just didn't need that morning or something. Uh, no, I had a panic attack. Oh, that'll, that'll do it. Like, yeah. That'll do it. I had it. a panic attack, but usually that doesn't happen. And so Maybe I talked myself air? out of it by okay. being like, you're fine. Nothing ever happens. You just feel this way. It'll yeah. pass. Um, but then this happened. Huh. Yeah. Don't love that. Crazy. Having a panic attack on a plane is very, it's the, it's the worst place to have it. It's real standard for yeah. me. Oh. It's kind of just part of the trip. Um. I need to get you some gravel. I'm going to get you drugged up. It's time for sleepy time on the plane for you. <laughs> Let's have a little bit of a nap. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to drug you up. It's an anti-nauseant pill from Canada. I'm going to bring it back for you. Take a couple, have a bit of a snooze. That's it. We're not, we can't be having this. This is absurd. You can't be a traveling comedian and be doing this. You, you mustn't. Yeah, I'm drugging you up. It's healthy. It's healthy drugs. I mean, is it, I don't know if it would be so, a good fit for my sobriety. It's, it's, it's an anti-nauseant pill. Okay. It's, it's nothing. There's no, it's sold over on the counter. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was sold over. The oh counter. yeah. No, no. It's literally like, it's like, I, we just don't have gravel here. It's just a very, every time I take one, I, I pass out. Just okay. Because I see motion sickness. Yeah. So it's just like a motion sickness pill, but it's. Does it lower your blood pressure? I don't know. I can check. All right. I'm going to buy some anyways, because I, I drug myself every flight and it's. I'll take a pill. Oh, I it. tell you what, I wake up when we land and it feels pretty good. I'm like, yeah. oh. If it's not prescription, that's no, 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 not prescription. Yeah, all right, let's rock and roll. I'm good for you. Well, great. Thank you so much for joining us. You can currently see Steph on her Filth Queen tour for cities and dates. Go to at Steph Tolev on Instagram or TikTok. Mm -hmm. If you'd like some unsound advice, send me a voice memo at Lara at unsoundadvicepod.com. We will feature you in an upcoming episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Steph. Thank you for having me. Bye. Ta da. (laughs) 